Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Rapid immune support. Find Go Healthy, Go The Defence from Chemist Warehouse. Now from just $16.99. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. of June, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. Look at we're you, back. mate. Look at we're you. We're back, Uncle. We're back. Crusade we're on. Crusade got on, the boys. flag, got the balloons. <laughs> Cut it out, son. <laughs> Cut it out. It wasn't me, Uncle. It wasn't me. It was my uh, Mandy and Tilly. They come in and decorated the room up and uh, got the flags and the balloons all up, mate. So just oh, so just cool. getting ready for Saturday. How are you, Uncle? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Had a good day yesterday. Uh, running it straight with Sam Hewitt. We got our second show out. Um, yeah, mate, it was, it was good. Actually, watching the All Whites, I was, oh, geez, I was ropeable yesterday with some of those referee calls, but I um, feel really sorry for the All Whites. I thought they, uh, they were the better team that lost. And, um, mate, watching, watching Louis fill his pockets all day yesterday, too, started with Nature Strip, and he's just told me he had to clean up on the synthetic. Uh, uh, down at Cambridge, so bet he did. He don't want to tell us, eh? He just, yeah, you know, he didn't have a day off. He had a he had a total day off, mate. Wednesday he didn't even talk to fill us. Fill up Wednesday, Wednesday fill up, Louie. Yuck, Louie. <laughs> I thought I'd better not tell you, Izzy. Just respect respect your dormant week. Yep, remember the week off and uh, nature strip, mate. Wow, 
Wow. 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 Nature Stripe, as the bomb oh, yeah. seemed to be calling yeah. it. What was it worth? Not that much. Oh, just the prestige. Literally, literally a 14th or 13th of what the Everest uh, is worth. Yeah, about 13th. I think it was worth £500,000, mm. which is still a lot, but it's the prestige of being the world's best sprinter. See Steve over there? Yeah, top hat. <laughs> Seen him walking through the line, bossing his way through. I was like, Steve, mate, show us your accreditation. Come on, bud. You're not getting through here. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Yeah, I flicked him a message. I said, Steve. What a bloody horse, mate. Nature Strip is on another level. Well done. He goes, cheers, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't even know he was over there, so I just saw him on the news and you know, popping through to have a, have a little photo with J-Max. So, yeah, awesome. Awesome work, an awesome race. Well done, Chris Waller and all the connections. Louis obviously got on, and I stayed off. That's why Nature Strip won. Well done. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> We've got a big show today, lads. Only a day away from uh, the US Golf Open, which will be held at the Country Club, Brooklyn, Massachusetts. Brentley Romain is a golf writer for Golf Channel and NBC Sports, and he's going to join the show just after 7 o'clock as we preview the US Golf Open. It's going to be a cracker. Ryan Fox, he's coming from 170 to 101. So people may be thinking after Foxy, his dad was on the show. He's prepared. He's having a bit of time away. Maybe he can come close this time. Only time will tell. Looking forward to having a chat to Brentley, and then following that, we're going to take a we're going to tack back to the provinces, where it is the heart of our sport. Today we'll chat to Nigel Bradley, who this week refs his three hundred and fiftieth premier game of rugby in the, in the county's region. Hunk. Amazing Ooh. resilience. Wow. That's called resilience. Yeah, mate. That's that's put the hearings uh, hearing aids in, mate, and don't take any chat, mate. Just correct what you want, mate. That is awesome. And we talk about it. We spoke about it last year, um, just how important the refs are and how we should support them. Obviously, they'll be in the spotlight as as of late uh, with the VAR, mate. That was a shambles. But anyway, we'll rip into that. I'm sure they spoke about that yesterday. And Ben O'Keefe, referee in the final, Louis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Twenty plus. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. We're gonna celebrate Nigel Bradley, and Nigel Bradley is refereeing his three hundred. Can we get him to give Ben some tips? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll chat to him. Hey, what, what should what should Ben do this weekend? Maybe she'd jump on the other side of the ruck and might have seen it. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll see that. Anyway, uh, Nigel Bradley is the 350th Premier Game. Uh, uh, Reference 350th game. So we'll chat to him and then we're one step closer to the big dance. Crusaders, Blues. I'll bring my in array Warren out tomorrow for Izzy Bomb Squad, uh, Kempi. So yeah, I love it. Stay, stay tuned for that, brother. <laughs> you know, and today we'll chat to Doug Hallett, who amassed 97 games and was a part of the 2003 team to win their last title in Auckland against the Crusaders. So Dougie Howlett, one of the best of the best playing for the All Blacks. Uh, top try scorer. Scored the most tries for the oh, He's got the record at the moment. And uh, he's an absolute champion. So Good looking play. forward to having a, having a chat. Yeah, mate. You would have gone mm. right in the league, Al. Oh, 100%. 100%. He was, mate, I used to love watching Dougie play. Mm. Speed the burn. And, you know, he always smiled when he scored a try. I love yeah. that. Big smile, you know. Good Handsome man. fella. Oh, mate. <laughs> yep. Jawline, unreal. <laughs> when we saw him out at the kickathon, I was thinking, 
at DC's Kickathon, shorter than you realise, but yeah. the jawline. Ooh. Yeah, you're like, who's that? He's a Nick. So, so is he, because um, he said he could do some certain times because he was training. Do you reckon he's working in fitness still, is he? he oh, he's still training. Yeah, he, so he trains um, quite, quite hard with uh, the boys at, at Ludus, Ludus Magnus in, uh, mm. in Auckland. Yeah, so they do quite a quite a big uh, few sessions a week there I've seen on, on the socials. Uh, he's doing some special things in the food industry, I'm pretty sure, as well. He's creating these little, um, you know, just those real uh, simple or pr- ready-made meals. And packs, and he's he's getting into supermarkets. That's where it, when I last seen him, I was doing some work for um another company. I went to the uh, supermarket es- expo in Hamilton. I was wandering around. Anyway, Doug Hallett's had a, st- a stand, and he's created this little uh, pre-prepared um, pre-prepared meals that go in supermarkets. So he's yeah he's chipping away at some business things, and um, I don't think he's he has any involvement with the rugby, but mate, he'll still be a fan and. It'll be great to have an absolute legend and, and a blues perspective coming on the show, eh, Kempi? Oh, 100%. <laughs> mate, looking red and black all day. And Fri- it's red and, red and black Friday tomorrow. I know the yeah, studio yeah, will be yeah. covered in it because Louis, <laughs> Louis, his beanie, his eye patch, his jersey. Good, yeah. good eye patch, his new leaves. Good news, Kempi, as well. Um, secured some tickets for the game. Oh, hadn't that been a shim- that's been a schmozzle in here, mate? <laughs> Tickets, come on. Well, it's massive congratulations to Eden Park, Nick Saunter, yeah. the whole team there, because this is so cool for them. This and like it caught a lot of people like myself. A lot of people were in the similar position, didn't rush to get the tickets, and we're kind of like, whoa. We're going to get a stadium and a sold out Eden Park, not for a All Blacks test. That's awesome. I think the last time I was in there, well, I don't know if I've ever been in there for something that wasn't a sold, that wasn't an All Blacks no. test that was sold out. I guess the Cricket World Cup might be the last time. We, you know, it, it's pretty cool, Izzy. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was thinking about it yesterday. Look, I was lucky to play in a couple of finals, and they are very special in their own right. But this just seems different. This just seems different, you know. The Blues, Crusaders, the black, ah, uh, the red versus the blue. Like it's, it just feels totally different. And I'm actually, as a fan perspective, I'm hyped, man. I'm up. I'm ready to just watch this game and, uh, you know, wear my wear my red and black in front of about thirty um, blue supporters in Queenstown. I'm, I'm just gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be on my own. And you know, my my heading is Louis. Us first, then. Us, us versus the rest. Us versus mate. the world. It's the start of a dynasty, mate. The Blues are going on a 20-year run. Oh, it's going to be special. It's going to be a special uh, night on Saturday. And, um, us versus them. Look at Louis' face, mate. Us versus them. Well, I should, you know, that maybe... Yeah, no, nobody's supporting the Crusaders. I saw Jamie no Wall. I saw Jamie Wall on Twitter said, "Okay, after a real tough day." So Baz has given us a hiding in the cricket. Oh, the, the UAE referees had a worse game than Ben O'Keefe and given us a hiding in the, uh, in the All Whites game. Come on, nothing wrong with Ben O'Keefe. Nothing wrong with Ben O'Keefe. He's given us a hiding in the All Whites game, and then uh, Jamie Wall's tweeted uh, for for New Zealand sport. Please, God, let the Blues beat the Crusaders this weekend. <laughs> oh, Jamie. Hey, you know what we've got to do? We've got to get our, our inner Sione Farm Wiener gun with Ben, uh, with ben O'Keefe. We've got to rub him on the back. You've got to kill him, nice kill him with kindness, he said. Kill, kill him, him with kindness. kindness. Ben, mate, you are the best referee in the country by a mile, mate. By a mile. You deserve this opportunity. And I hope you go out there and just really ref well. 
Oh, I'm all serious. I'm desperate for him to go out there and riff well. Like that would be go out there and do a hell of a job because he is like actually not to be cynical or pithy or anything. He is mm. under heat. He knows that. He will know that. It's a big yeah. vote of confidence for Sanzar and NZR and everyone involved with getting him this gig in the final. A big vote of confidence. So he he knows. He knows, and it, look, it's not like he's a t- it's not like he is actually an incompetent referee. I just think he had a couple of poor calls, so I think he can bounce back. And um, yeah, very very exciting. K- Kempi, a good message from Jamie. What Ooh, about the the Kiwis squad named yesterday? Oh, they, mate, that was uh, actually put a smile on my face yesterday when I read that. I had a look at the squad and got a little bit excited and thought, oh yeah, that's right. We haven't seen a Kiwi squad run around yeah. for a couple for a couple of years, and uh, the Tongan side on top of that too. Mate, it's got to be a good test. Like, like I've always said, you know, it's our, our, it was our opportunity three years ago to create an origin using this game as the, the catalyst to do that. Uh, but I'm just so glad that they're here playing it um, in and amongst origin. You know, the really interesting part about this is, is that I reckon in 2010, I spoke to a guy in Brisbane in the paper and I said, your origin is losing what it was set out to be, which was for Queensland kids and New South Wales kids to, to aspire to play for your play for your state. Yeah. And this week, no one's written about it ever. Like in any paper, I've been looking for it all week about players leaving the state of origin to play for a Pacific island. And in the in the essence of state of origin, it's huge news, absolutely huge news. No one would would in the eighties and the nineties would have ever done that. And what we saw this week was Katoni Staggs and um, uh, Tupo from Sydney City choosing to play for Tonga. Mate, the origin is under fire. Yeah. It is under fire. Because they're filling the origin side with Pacific players. And if, and if the international game needed a, like a, a shot in the arm to say, now's our time to, to really um, stamp our authority on the international game, it is today. And wow. no one will write about it. Interesting, Uncle. Interesting, eh? That you, you just alluded to that situation with the with the Origin sides, and, and they're going to lose, you know, players. So, so what are the, what are you expecting them to do as a as a body? Like, well, they've they've already started it. Like Mel Meninga, I, I gave you that um, that story about Jason Tomalolo when I went up there and signed him from North Queensland. I got a phone call from from um, Bedell from the the Courier saying, "Hey, mate, you better get up to North Queensland. Meninga's in a hotel with Jason Tomalolo trying to sign him for Queensland." So I jumped straight on the aeroplane, went up to North Queensland, had his parents, got him to play for New Zealand. He's now back with Tonga, which is where he wants to be. I think that's great. But they've already started. Meninga has already been in the press. This is why it's flown under the radar. People haven't even looked at it and said, I want people to to tell me right now that if they play Origin, they've got to play for Australia. And the the Luai's, yeah, the Luai's, the the Tupos, the Stags, no one's ever done it before and said, get stuffed. Mm, they've, they've told the origin to get stuffed, and there's and the me and the media have gone to sleep. Unbelievable. Is, is origin losing its stigma, Uncle? Is it losing its kind of presence or, or, or the power that it once had? Well, if you if you're crystal baller, let's say in five years' time, and Pacific has taken over the game, eh? We know that it's the it's the Browning of the game. We've been talking about that for for fifteen years. Right, so let's say in five to ten years' time. They might pick an origin side that's full of Pacifica players and in the, in the, the international game gets their game together and at the same time says, let's play a, th- a tour with New Zealand and Tonga and they go, well, we're not, we're not playing origin. Mate, that's when the origin's dead. Absolutely. Then you've got a second-tier game. 
Uh, well, the, the squads that were announced yesterday were anything but second tier. They are very exciting. Oh, outstanding um, just, teams. Uh, just a couple of a couple of oh. names from each of you men. Who do you like? Who's who was the name that got named in that Kiwi side that made you go, "Ooh, that's exciting." Mate, I'm not giving too much away because my off the back fence is off the back fence about the Kiwi team. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Smith, Smith, oh. Smith to Brown to, to Hughes throws it out the back. To Manu, oh. Tamari Martin goes to the corner. What about to, what about Tamari Martin's? What a story! Oh, story! What a story! Honestly, tip my hat to to that kid. Like we could have had a fullback here in in New Zealand playing for the Warriors. Had been playing down in the Waikato for two years, and he's gone over and changed the face of the Broncos. You know, single-handedly, you could could say he's he's been the piece that's been missing for Reynolds and got the Broncos on that role. So, yeah. mate, to get to see him back in the Kiwi team, mate, he was <laughs> outstanding. What a story. I can't wait to have the Warriors home and the Kiwis home. Rugby League is returning to New Zealand after it's been so long. We're going to talk all about that squad and everything Rugby League throughout the morning, but right now. Can't wait question of the day. Oh, man, it's cold around the country. It is cold around the country. That's okay. We're here to warm you up with Chemist Warehouse. Beat the chill, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. I've got some great giveaways, thanks to Healthries. We have got winter warmer prize packs to give away for the can't wait question of the day today. All you have to do is pick up your phone and call us 0800 150 811. That's the Kenatire phone line and answer this question. Izzy made the point. This final feels different. I think if it's a good game, this might be one of the great Super Rugby finals we have ever seen. But until then, what is your favourite Super Rugby final? What was the Super Rugby final that you got up in the middle of the night for? Or you went to the game? You loved it? Personally, for me, how good was 2006? Couldn't see anything, but the Hurricanes lost. The Fog final. The best final they ever was. What is your favourite Super Rugby final? Send us a message on double eight double three the Temper Bed Post text machine. But if you want these healtheries packs with Chemist Warehouse to warm you up this winter, give us a call. 0800 150 811. I know Izzy has got one ready to go, but he's going to do it after this. Kempi, I can imagine what he's going to come up with as well. 0800 150 811. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Talk to you soon with your best Super Rugby finals. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.